What's up, mamas? It's Tanika Ray. I was a television host for 20 years before my entire life blew up when I had a baby. Shifting gears from red carpets to a gig called mom required a whole new game plan. The carefree, globe-trotting boss babe me was suddenly in search of a mommy tribe to help me navigate the inevitable fumbles and fails of raising a kid. Mama Stay with Tanika Ray is a sanctuary for the mommy collective, where we amplify our self-love and self-care, trade tips on raising conscious kids, help each other fine-tune our boundaries, and celebrate the highs while forgiving ourselves for the lows in the wild, 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 wild world of mommying AF. Hello, welcome to Mama's Day with Tanika Ray. This episode is actually a hard one for me. I am recording this the day after Mother's Day 2023, and I can actually officially say it was one of the worst Mother's Days I have ever had. And I've had some really sad, lonely, really hard, triggering Mother's Days. But this one, well, it beat all of those. And... (laughs) And it was literally a horrific day. I know a lot of us are suffering from all different kinds of triggers on Mother's Day. It's a real heavy, emotionally charged day. That's just what it is at its core. I believe that any day in our society that is sort of forced upon us, like we're, it's forced fun, like today we're going to celebrate mothers and which is so awesome. It is such a beautiful gesture in theory that that's the day that everyone stops and they honor the person that keeps all the shit together. (laughs) I mean, really, is that even possible? Well, first of all, since she's the one that keeps the whole world together, it's a big task to do it right. And I got to tell you, in society, people either get it right or they get it wrong. Growing up, I just watched my father give my mother a purse every every Mother's Day that she would purchase and then he would she would get it wrapped and he would give it to her. So <laughs> which is a very interesting thing if you're buying your own Mother's Day gift but then you're giving it to your husband to give it to you like what are the feelings there? Is it does it feel good? I guess it feels good because <laughs> I don't know. I've never been married. So all I've had is Mother's Days with my family or since I've had a kid, Mother's Days with my daughter. But this year, this year I had a grander, bigger, more introspective idea. Like I really wanted to go inward and really serve myself. So I announced to everybody, you know, I am not going to be with the family on Mother's Day. I had plans to be with my daughter for the first half of Mother's Day. We could do farmer's market. We can have breakfast. We can do really fun mommy-daughter stuff. And then I was going to drop my daughter off with the family. And they were going to a country club brunch. They could have a great old time. And I was going to go to the beach because that is my place to rejuvenate. That is my place to feel my whole self. That is my place to talk to universe. Like, that's what I like to do. I like to center back to self. Yeah, I'm that person that 
finds everything that I'm looking for when I am centered with self under the sun, feeling the breeze, like everything. We all got our own stuff. This year, though, I wanted to protect it. So I announced it to my parents and I announced it to my daughter, to which my daughter said, no, mommy, I don't want you to spend time with yourself. (laughs) Excuse me, little one. Well, that's what I'm doing. So we'll spend the morning and then I'll take you to your grandparents. And everything seemed kosher until the night before Mother's Day. We had a graduation party. One of our dearest friends, she was graduating from college and we had a big party at a beautiful event space and they had passed around appetizers. And I noticed my daughter was like, oh, they have shrimp, mommy. And we don't typically eat shrimp, but I was cool. I was like, all right, coconut shrimp, yummy. And she went in. My little munch, she, uh, as I'm socializing, apparently consumed about 12 coconut shrimp. And they're not small. So that was about, I don't know, 6.30, you know, the appetizer round. And I'm then noticing, wow, she's really hyper. She's having a good time. She seems, you know, my I have one of those children that will talk to anybody and have like a great conversation. So I let her kind of roam the room and do it. It was a very contained area. And then um, I'm realizing as we're sitting at dinner, she wanted to eat bread. I was like, yeah, let's not, let's not go for the little basic dinner roll. Let's wait for our dinner. You're having salmon. It's going to be delicious. And she scarfs down the salmon. And then I'm noticing, ooh, ooh, mashed potatoes. And she scarfs those down too. I mean, it's an adult portion here. And then um, that she wasn't done. There was cake and cheesecake because our girlfriend that threw this event is she likes to indulge honey all the way. And so there were options upon options. Not only that, she also had a chocolate fountain. Like it was on and on and on. And my daughter indulged. So I'm like, all right, you know, this is an environment where I'm telling her, please slow down. You don't really need to eat that cake and that cheesecake. And she didn't eat the whole thing. But my baby only has a stomach the size of a little small clutch, you know, little tiny little clutch. So filling it up is going to be a problem. She's dancing. She's singing. The cutest thing she did was she asked the DJ if she can sing a song from Annie tomorrow. And she did it. Um, So everybody's in love with this child who's then scarfing her face slowly but surely as the night goes on. We're fine. It's around 9, 30, 10, the party's still going, but we got to go home. Like little mama can't really, she's not a late night girl. So we finally get home around 10, 10, 30. She's exhausted. She's melting down because as much as they think they have the energy, there is a witching hour. And we mamas know once they hit it, all hell is breaking loose, right? So we're just trying to get this child home before literally She is a demon spawn (laughs) and she is screaming and yelling because she's so tired. That's what we're trying to avoid at all times is the meltdowns. So I get her home. I endure a lot of like, you know, a little bit of abuse because she's so angry and so tired. Plain English, she's just mean when she's tired and I suffer a lot of mental abuse. (laughs) So I just need to get her in bed. And the next day I'm like, okay, phew, I'm going to have my morning with my baby and then I'm going to have the beach. And she woke up at four o'clock in the morning saying that her stomach was hurting and she had to go to the bathroom. And when I tell you, I knew I was like, "Uh uh-oh, here we go. Little mama had a major stomach problem. 
and she spent her whole day on the toilet. That meant we couldn't go to the farmer's market. That meant we couldn't have a fun, frolicky time. It meant I was in a house with a child who had an impacted bowel, it seemed, and who was having a hard time going to the bathroom or had to stay on the toilet. I mean, this is not a sexy story. You know, moms, we we deal with this a lot. We had to wipe their butts and now, oh my God, she completely abused her body with all that food and now couldn't get off the toilet. That was my mother's day starting at 4 a.m. and she was in my bed and then she insisted on sleeping in my bed. So then I got up to give her space and went someplace else, went to the, went to a couch, one of the couches in the living room. Okay. And I'm like, wow, is this what my day is going to be? I've been waiting for this day. I've been trying to protect this day. And lo and behold, there she was. It's now 10 o'clock. Her stomach hurts. It's now 12 o'clock. Her stomach hurts. We can't go anywhere. She's angry. She's angry that her stomach hurts so much and she doesn't feel good. And I'm sitting there the whole time going, I'm being punished because I kept trying to tell her, please don't eat that. You don't have to eat all that. And she didn't listen. It is a character trait of stubbornness that is is historic in her gene line. She gets it from her daddy. Yes, she does. Like in the very same way that I don't want to be with her father because of that stubbornness. It's an inability to listen to rational thought. It's an inability to listen to the advice of somebody that knows that if you keep eating like that, you're going to have a hurt stomach. I said that to her. She didn't care. So she ate it. And then the results, she had a horrifically painful stomach episode all Mother's Day. And so that's the part that's really hard is as a mom, you want to give them advice. You want to, you want to free them from pain, hurt, you know, fear. You want to get them away from the things that are going to harm them. And they sometimes just want to run towards the pain. And there's really nothing you can do about it. You got to let them have their experiences. But afterwards, I kept going, now, what did we learn? Like, if we're going to do this, I'm talking all day. Not only that, she missed Monday school because she was still, what? Dealing with some stomach issues because she abused her body that much. And I got to tell you, it makes me question, was this a ploy to make sure that she was with me all Mother's Day? And let me be really clear. My daughter lectured me about my desire to want my own time. She said that wasn't fair, that she was my daughter, that Mother's Day, she has to be with the person she mothers. Like she was adamant about that. And I kept saying to her, no, sweetie, no, sweetie, Mother's Day is a day for mothers to get back to themselves, to treat themselves. Well, I'm not married. I'm not in a relationship. So I have to treat myself the way I want to be treated for Mother's Day. No, mommy. She was not having it. So I'm not saying she purposely impacted her bow in order to not have to go anyplace else on Mother's Day. But it's a strange coincidence. And when I looked at the entire menu of what she'd eaten in two days, something was up. It felt a little bit manipulative. I don't know. Do you guys think your kids do things in order for the long game, in order to get what they want? My daughter's an only child. She is spoiled by her father. She's spoiled by me. 
And only children know how to get what they want from their parents by sometimes playing them against each other. They're very smart. And when I look at the menu of what she'd eaten for a 24-hour period, it was concerning. And yes, she was with her father for part of that, so I can't control what she eats there. But he'd given her pizza and ice cream Friday night for dinner. And then Saturday morning, he gave her pancakes. And then for lunch, she was at her hard arts theater company. He packed a bagel and a donut for lunch, not an ounce of nutrition anywhere. And then I had her for dinner that night. And that's when she ate the 12 coconut shrimp, the full adult filet of salmon, mashed potatoes, cake, cheesecake, and pretzels under the chocolate fountain. That is enough to make anybody sick. And I'm so sorry she had to have that experience. But I'm also sad for me because I got to do the exact thing I didn't want to do on Mother's Day, which was to take care of anybody who came in me or came out of me on that day. See, I jinxed myself. I actually did a post on Instagram and I said, I don't want to take care of nobody. And guess what? All I did was take care of somebody. (laughs) Oh, what a shitty, shitty Mother's Day. And I look, I love my daughter to the moon and back. But mothering, the job of mothering, it's not, it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite. The I come completely, not just second, sometimes, sometimes third, sometimes behind what she needs and what her father needs in order to make sure they have an okay time. And I just wanted to be first on my mother's day. And I wasn't, I was, it was, it was horrible. So (sighs) I will not have expectations next year or I will plan ahead. You know, the two years prior I had, I got a hotel room by the beach, invited friends and we had a great time. It was so much fun. And this time I was like, oh, okay, I don't have to go all out. We can wing it. Well, winging it, ladies and gentlemen, doesn't work. I'm sorry you had to hear about a disgusting stomach ache and a little girl who was pooping in her pants. But that is what Mother's Day was for me. And for some of us, we don't have the space to have the day that we want. For some of us, we don't have a place for our kids to go. So Mother's Day has to incorporate them. And What my daughter taught me, whether it was manufactured the way that she wanted or not, is that my Mother's Day has to include her until I can find the space the day after Mother's Day and serve myself. But uh, that's why I hate forced holidays. They suck. Okay, this has been almost 15 minutes of me telling you my horrific, shitty Mother's Day story. I am going to turn it because this is it. I hope you had a beautiful Mother's Day. I hope you were served and honored. I hope your man made you pancakes in bed and served you. I hope your kids were nothing but the greatest on their best behavior. I really, really do. But for a lot of people who lost their mom, who don't have a connection with their mom, who don't have a place for their kids to go so that they can have alone time, I'm right there with you guys. 
I actually got mad for giving Mother's Day so much power over me. Like this one day had to be special and this one day was just a hundred percent not. But then I had to realize I can stand this woe is me. I can stand this. This is the shittiest Mother's Day. I can stand that. I'm just mad that I didn't get what I want or I can just ugh, let it go. Be glad my baby is fine. Be glad that there's another day, Monday, which by the way, I didn't get because my daughter was home still. But now it's Tuesday and I'm going to do Tuesday the way I want to do Tuesday. I'm going to make this Mother's Day. Fuck what it says on the calendar. I'm claiming Tuesday, two days after Mother's Day as my Mother's Day. I'm getting a massage. I'm going to the gym. I'm going to the beach. I'm doing all the things because it doesn't matter when my Mother's Day comes. I'm claiming it today. But I've learned a lesson, y'all. I've learned a lesson. I will not be announcing anymore (laughs) in this attempt to protect my Mother's Day. I'm just going to silently move. I'm going to take my daughter where she needs to go. And she's not getting an explanation. If that's the way I need to do it in order to truly honor myself and get that time without any bloopers, blunders, or mishaps, then that's what I got to do. So I learned a lesson. Sometimes you got to keep your business to yourself, even when it comes to your kid. Yep. The truth is, I don't know if she manipulated that moment, manufactured that moment. When it comes down to it, my child is powerful and she wants what she wants. And usually I see it with her father, how she, you know, gets what she needs. She asks for it. She, whatever. He's not that hard to uh, break down. He kind of just, what do you want? Gives it to her. So for me, I've got to work a little bit differently. And truthfully, we all in this lifetime, we do what we need to do to get what we want. And so I'm proud of her. If, if, if that was subconsciously, she stuffed her face so that her mommy has to take care of her, then I, I applaud it because in this lifetime, you got to do what you got to do to get what you want. Yeah, it fucked my whole day up. But if that's what my daughter did, it's sad that I want to applaud that. But I also said to her, I see you. I see what happened. And my daughter didn't deny it. I think that you may have done this and you didn't realize how sick you were going to get, but you may have done this so that you made sure your mother, who you made it very clear you wanted to spend all day with your mom and you got it. Even though it was, you were sick, your stomach was hurting, you got to spend all day with your mom. And when I say she was on my lap most of the day, she was on my lap. She wanted to be right next to me. So there's a beauty in that. I love my baby. But there's also like, whoa, we're getting to a point where are we codependent? Are we too close? Oh, and the only child thing. Seriously, I need to do a whole episode on how to navigate only child syndrome. How the mom can best raise an only child who's confident and strong and independent, who likes to spend time with her mother, but also understands mommy needs to spend time with herself. Without you, like I'm a whole person, Nyla. Almost like she can't really process that. She's like, no, you're my mother and you need to spend time with me, mommy. And it's a lot. It's the part of mommying that it's really, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot right now. We have to figure that out because as she grows older and gets a little bit more independent, I feel like I'm in the clutches right now, eight, right? I'm, I'm very much needed everywhere in her life, but I know that that's going to change and I'm, I know I'm going to be sad about her pulling away a little bit more, but we are at that place where we are in that tug of war and she won the last war. I spent all day with her. 
under really horrible circumstances. We're going to do it better next time. I hope you had a wonderful Mother's Day. And if it was a hard Mother's Day, I hope you got a really good cry-in. Because I did, outside of the day that I was enduring, I also got a little, she fell asleep on the couch, you know, for about an hour and a half on Mother's Day. And I took that time, went to my room, let the sun hit me through the window, and got a good cry-in. I hope you got a good cry-in. Either it was to honor a loved one to honor a mother that's passed over or to honor the mother in you that didn't get the Mother's Day you wanted. I hope you cried. It was a catharsis for me. I was really upset. I actually recorded it because it's part of my healing is to really get the stuff out instead of holding on to it. Really let it cry out of my body, not just my mind. And so I had one of those epic breakdown crying episodes, mourning what I missed, mourning the relationship I don't have with my mother, mourning the fact that I'm no longer this independent person that has freedom of space and thought and autonomy over my moves. I have a little eight-year-old who seems to be kind of a dictator sometimes, but that's just part of the territory. Kids are, they're self-involved. And we all were because they don't have anything else to think about but themselves and their wants and their needs and all the ways that they can achieve them. So Mother's Day is a complicated one, but but it's a day with such high emotions that every single Mother's Day I learn something. Every single Mother's Day I come away a little shifted, a little changed. This one was was ugly, but I learned a lot. And I also had such a beautiful, cathartic cry. That cry was deep. It was good. And I actually found peace in that cry. And I... I actually turned from being frustrated in the morning, being pissed that I wasn't getting my Mother's Day that I wanted, being pissed that somebody else was changing the course of my day. I do not like that. That is a bad, really ugly trigger for me. But once I had my cry, which was really mostly about my relationship with my mother, was really mostly about how I chose the wrong relationship. And I had a, it's just a lot. It was a lot of guilt and shame and ugly stuff that I needed to get out. Um, and after I did it, I, I felt better. And maybe that was the most important lesson that I could have achieved. Would I have gotten to the depths of my tears and cried to the guts of my pain if my day went the way it was supposed to? So I'm trying to find the silver lining. And as we continue to grow and evolve and shift in this new world that we're moving into, may we just take things for the lessons that they are. And quickly, I've already forgotten about Mother's Day, like, fuck it. But that day sucked. And I could have, I probably was breathing fire. I was so upset. But um, here we are. We are now Tuesday two days post Mother's Day. I could give a shit, but we're not going to be doing that again, ladies and gentlemen. No, we are not. We are not, not, not falling into that trap again. I love you guys so much. Please understand we are getting to a beautiful time in our lives. We just have to recognize it and sometimes honor it in a different way. So I will no longer be announcing my Mother's Day plans. I'm just going to do it. Like everything else in our lives, sometimes we don't have to tell everybody our business. We just got to do it. 
I love you guys. I will talk to you next time right here on Mama's Day with Tanika Ray. Thanks for hanging out, Mama. I know how little time we have in our day to honor ourselves, and I'm just thrilled to be a part of it. Make sure you click like, rate, and subscribe. I'd love to hear what you think about today's show and what you want to hear going forward. Remember, mommying is a gift and you're doing a kick-ass job. So, woosah and mama stay.